Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. I know this looks really weird, and I, I know you're not really my mom, but I, I, Midas didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong, I promise. I promise. And my friend Lucas is in trouble and, and I, I really, I'm really happy to see you, but I'm also, I'm also afraid of you. And I, can you just help us? Please help us. Don't be mad. Do you know about like, uh, thermals? No, I, I, I don't actually, I don't recognize the term. I'm just thinking of what it might be. The only thing I know to be a thermal is just a type of magma flow. I know that that's bullshit, actually. So, why don't you cut the crap, and I'll cut the crap, and I'll be completely honest with you. And we won't need to do this therapist shenanigan. But, for that to happen, I need you to pull back from whatever's going on. What have you been doing? What are you looking for? They found a thermal dotty. 
the one that burned down your school. Or attempted to. Those were just, uh, lava plumes. I think we both know that that is not the case. All will be revealed if you get me in this vicinity where I can sort of talk to them. We're gonna need to- we- we need- we need more answers, Dottie. Before that happens- I can get those answers, and I will get those answers. Whether you cooperate or not, that is up to you. But I will get those answers, and then I will make my judgment. I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Danny, your mother's there and she's looking at you guys and looking at Midas. And I just said something crazy. <laughs> yeah. And she like looks over at you and she goes, um, uh, God damn it. And she turns around and she pulls out this like, uh, this weird, it almost looks like a, um, like a, like a spray paint gun and sprays, uh, her two associates and you watch as they both fall unconscious. Um, as she turns back around, I definitely and, go, and, "Hell yeah, Danny's mom! That's 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 badass." And she goes, "I won't be able to help you any more than this. I can. Uh, they won't remember exactly what happened to them. We'll they'll be knocked out. We will make. I can make it look like that. But you guys, you gotta go. You gotta run now. I, I, there's gonna be more coming. They know you're here, lady. I don't even have legs." Look! I got little- I got toddler legs! You're gonna have to make do. I- I don't know what to tell you. I gotta go. I gotta make them look like they were attacked. You gotta get them out of here, Midas. You've gotta get them back. You know there's nowhere the Coughlins won't find them. And I have another question to ask. You, uh, can I- can I just call you Danny? Yes, that's- I think considering all that makes the most sense. Where's my son? I don't know. But... It seems like maybe we swapped places. God, I hope not. Lucas, you don't have anything to worry about if that's the case. Yeah, but think about what we left, man. Yeah. 
One thing at a time, right? One thing at a time. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll um work with that. Uh, Midas, get him out of here. Um, and he he uh, Midas looks at at, at Danny and goes, "Get Lucas. We've we've got to go." Um, and uh, Lucas, you actually watch like uh, you actually see Biggs come over to him and he goes, oh, "Lucas, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't I didn't think he'd come that quickly. I thought we had some time." Wait. What? How? You know about that freaky ass guy? Yeah, I'm, I've been keeping him off you for well since you saw him saw him the first time. I'm. God, big. I didn't think he. I didn't think God, he could jump. What the hell, man? Did you? Ah, uh, I'll show you later. But he is freaky as hell. And look, he like. Wait, Danny. What? What happened to that bottle? With all my body in it. Isaac, what happened to the bottle? You gave it to Midas. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, Can and, we just and... like unpour it out? Like, won't that speed this up? No, that that's we don't have the. the... Uh, Midas looks. He goes. No, it's it. You've it is um, become. It's disassociated. No longer has the same properties as you. It'll just pour out and be black goop. I don't know what they did to to change it like that, but they they altered its structure somehow. I, I it's I'm oh, I'm working God. on trying to figure out how to get it back. And Biggs goes, Lucas, I can I can fix you, but I'm gonna be gone for a little while. Oh, uh, what if we need you? What I got? I don't know if I can do this without you, Biggs. I'll still be there. How am I supposed to get back to another world? What if we trap this guy? He traveled somehow. What if we, like, we hop in his suitcase or whatever the hell he did? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, Lucas. I can't, I can't tell you exactly what, what might happen, but it's, um, we, I, we need you here. And I'm not, I'm not going to die or anything. I'm just, I'm going to have to fix you. And you're gonna go to sleep for a while. It'll take a long time. Um, how how did you keep him off of us? I can explain that more later. We don't we don't have time for it now. Okay, fine, do it. Damn it. And and Damn he it, walks Biggs. over and he like he he nuzzles against your hand, <sighs> and then you watch as he slowly gets absorbed in, including all the partially absorbed animals in his flesh. And like and every every time it comes up, you see like the the dog head is like, <laughs> it's just horrifying. I'm, I'm like looking away for sure. I'm like, oh, ah, ugh. oh, gross. Oh, oh, felt that one. Ooh. Yeah, you just it the pain squeal of every mouse and every bird and every cat and every dog that is in this cacophony chimera that is your your cat uh, as it absorbs into you. Uh, Lucas, I need you to roll me a weird roll real quick. God, I'm the weirdest. Um, uh, okay. no minus one. Just straight, straight weird roll. Whatever your bonus is to that. <laughs> I got a 15. <laughs> I think that's the max. That's the max that you can get in this game, right? Uh, I think it is the max. I got two sixes and my plus three. <laughs> the, the only way you could get higher is if you have like, uh... Plus, plus forwards and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> your arms and legs form perfectly. I mean, I freaking absolutely. do like the Popeye, like, whoop, whoop, 
you are completely healed. Everything is back in order. Everything's working fine. You can feel your legs. In fact, they almost feel like a little bit stronger than they did before. Um, yeah, I'm definitely like, oh god, that's weird. Oh shit, Biggs, that that was big. Oh shit, Biggs, that was awesome. Thanks, man. Dog, cat, dog, mouse boy. Oh shit. Okay, lady, we're going. And I like turn turn like in a cool way and like kick my legs off the bed and like hop on on my feet. And uh, you do that, and you guys uh, turn to go, and and Midas looks at you, and you see he grabs that that device that allowed you guys to sort of travel through the walls. Midas grabs it, and you see that it's been modified a little bit. Um, but you can't make too much note of it now, as as uh, he Midas like looks at you guys and moves towards the the exit. Uh, as we're like leaving, I like reach up. Is the guy who was pinned to the wall knocked out too? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's unconscious. Okay, I like put my hand on the giant hand webbing and I absorb it back into my body too. Absorbs perfectly, it is right back in, and he falls down and uh, he's bleeding some. But you realize like the, the what it damaged him really wasn't too deep. It was more like it was just pinning him there than oh, really anything else. Mostly clothes. <laughs> uh, and I, I wave to Danny's mom as I leave. I'm like, okay, Danny's mom, thanks for everything. And I think uh, as as all of that stuff was going on, uh, I feel like uh, 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 balanced Danny kind of, you know, takes another deep breath and, and lets out a sigh of relief and, and, and says, thank you, Biggs. I don't know how much more I could have handled. I, I look back at Danny and I'm just like, thanks, man. You really saved my bacon. Things can be given later. We need to, we need to go now. Um, I, I think, right. and I, I think, I think, uh, 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 balanced Danny, uh, sputters out. Okay. And you don't even have to go back into the quiet space. Now you just sort of instinctually release the power that you've been holding on to as everything cools and you turn back into normal Danny, as your mom looks at you and, and goes, how do you do that? The thermals... How are you a thermal and my son? They aren't human. I don't know. I am human. I don't know. I I am a little different. I know. I know that you... I mean, my mom... You, you both, no, just her. She told me, she told me that I'm a little different and some people like to make fun of me for being a little different and some people actually like the fact that I'm a little different and, and I like those people and I think this is just another, another example of how I'm just a little different. I can't explain it. And I'm sorry, I wish I could give you answers, but this is just how I am. It, it's so, uh, it's all right, just get out of here, please, and, and be careful, all right? And, and if you can, please make sure my son comes back. Yes, I will make sure. Um, and you guys 
head out of uh, out of the lab as Midas looks to you and he goes, uh, we need to get to Dottie and we need to get you guys out of here. I, f I found out how to get you guys back to your own dimension. What? For real? Holy shit. It literally did take 24 hours. Amazing. Holy shit, that's freaking amazing. But uh, we we still need to find Dottie and we still need to find Chad. We haven't I, even heard anything about Chad. Oh shit, you're right. Uh Dottie Dottie's well, one I, that we need to we need to get. Um but I, if you I think I know where she is. Her. Hang on. Um let me just try something. Uh and as we're like are we heading through his, his portal back to the town? Like, where are we going? Uh, you guys are going back through his portal, back into his house, back to the town, yes. Okay. So, like, when Lucas gets in his um, his cool station wagon, uh, I think I just sit back in the back seat and close my eyes, and then I want to find the little uh, chipmunk that I made for Dottie that's, like, kind of hiding in her pocket or whatever and wake it up. And you do, and uh, you've actually, you've got a little more fine motor control over this, and so it looks like a chipmunk, but it's about like the size of a mouse, and as you wake it up, um, it it definitely expands, and, and Dottie, you feel something moving in your pocket um, as you're in the car with your parents. I ignore it. <laughs> Alright, um, we're going to come back to Dottie for a second. Uh, you guys are moving up the hill and you, you actually pull in in front of your house as your parents get out and uh, look to you. Um, I'm assuming you follow. Uh, are the thermals here? Or access to them? Access to them. Yes, Dottie. There, there's access to them. Are you... Alright. No shenanigans. No shenanigans. Can I ask you another question? I'm feeling lenient today. Sure. You get a fourth question. Are you... Okay? Did... I'm... I'm just... We hadn't... I had no idea you had any idea about any of this. I mean... That's not really a question. True. Um, but... Can you answer it the best you can? Uh, my answer is that you lied to me. So, that's, uh... Yeah, that's all I got right now. Can I talk to the thermals now? We'll take you inside. Um, and your parents lead you in... My other parents never lied to me. They look at you and go, Other parents? What? Let's go. <sighs> Alright. Um, your dad leads you in, in, inside and, and you go over to a bookcase and well um, as they're going in definitely my chipmunk is squirming out of her pocket and trying to get up on her shoulder that's that's what's happening and you watch as this chipmunk uh, climbs up on your shoulder and your parents go uh, what? what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just wave at them <laughs> okay okay I'll just Donnie, act like a regular chipmunk no, you waved at them. You've done no, no. this. No, no. <laughs> okay, fine. No, you sure. have. You For did it. You, you <laughs> Donnie, what is that? I made a. Uh, uh, I got a pet. I'm not going to say I made a friend because that wouldn't be true. <laughs> I have a pet now. I bite her ear. It hurts. I might not have it for long if it keeps doing shit like that. Uh, when I get closer, 
When I get close to her ear, though, I, like, really quickly whisper to her. I'm like, Shit is going down here, Daddy. It's bad. Daddy, it's real bad. Midas has a way to get us home. Uh, roll me and act under pressure with plus two. I got a 13. Perfect. Uh, yeah, Dottie, you hear that in your ear. I just kind of like, uh, say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I give her like the big puppy dog eyes and then my actual eyes start to grow bigger and bigger like a cartoon <laughs> with with a big lip like. It's a weird pet, I know. So where's these thermals? Your, your mom is just staring at your weird chipmunk. That's eyes grew like a <laughs> grew like half an inch. Um, <laughs> as your dad, uh, your dad pulls uh, one of these books out on the bookshelf, opens it up, and then you see him pressing certain words and pages. Um, and the bookshelf moves aside, and there is this sort of very similar-looking portal—the ones that you've seen Midas use. Um, but you see kind of this, uh, above it, actually built into the frame of this portal, uh, you see this large chunk of something organic, um, and you see electricity sort of running through it. Organic, that's great. I just say nothing. I think with this, Dragon I slide down into her pocket, and then, like, kind of come back to my body. Okay. Um, Dottie, you, you go... Your dad and your your dad steps through the portal, and your mom looks at you, and she goes, "It's through there." You coming too? Yep, right behind you. Mm, no, you're in front. I'll be behind. All right, and she goes in. Thank you very much. Then I follow from the back, and you enter, and you are greeted by a dark room lit in front by a massive glowing wall of magma. Your parents are standing in there, and it appears to be sort of almost like a, all you can think of is like kind of like mission control from NASA, but it's empty at the moment. I say to the ball of magma, I don't suppose your name's Shadrach, Meshach, or Abednego, is it? You don't get any response. Figured not. Alright, I'm gonna need a couple minutes. I have no idea if this will work, but it will, because I believe it will. Uh, do you approach, like, you're you're a little bit away, you're sort of at the back of the room, do you approach the actual wall of magma? Yes. Alright, as you get closer, um, you actually realize there's a large field of some sort of glass separating you from the magma? As you get closer, you suddenly see the magma start to shift and move as suddenly you see one hand molten and jagged with a claw press against the glass, and then another, and then another, and then uh, you see a face press against the glass, this, this sort of bestial-looking magma face. It's like, it almost looks like a demon. Uh, the horns curled back, but it's all made of magma, as hundreds of these faces fill the glass to the absolute brim and stare at you. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. 
I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also, you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to, and that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. We cut back to Danny, Lucas, and Midas, and you guys are in the car, and he goes, I need you to... I need well, you to... Well, my eyes are closed. I'm like, I have zoned out. Remember, I told him I've got an idea. So this is sort of cutting back to, you guys have been in the car for a second. Luke is zoned out, and you've come back after... Yeah, I'm like, what? Oh, wow, that was really weird. Uh, I know where she is. She 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 was with her parents, and then they took her into the house, and... Hold on, it's a little foggy. That small brain to big brain? I don't know. Um... So there was a bookcase and it opened up and there was like some blue light, like the portal at your house. And the top, it had something weird and organic. I don't know what that was about, but I think she was saying As you that, say that he kind of like flinches a little bit. They were going to go to the magma people thing. Dottie is she's really starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hear. I feel you. If she's going to want to come, she's going to have to come to us. I'm. She had her own expose. She knew what was getting into. Things have changed, and I'm. Yeah, we don't have time for this. Uh, where? I need you to direct me to groups of that stone that you said you saw. Oh God, it's a. Uh, it's called the cliff face or something like that. Um, the shear. It's it's the shear. It's not too far from the radio station. Yeah, that's right. It has to be. I, I, I say this. Uh, the this device. I've I've done a it, I've done a list of codes that allow allow the tone to create a resonance with this with this rock. The thing I need is I need a binding agent to the dimension. I'm going to need one of you to give me a piece of your body. Oh well, obviously well, more like, I'm more like a vial of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, would it, does it have to be blood? It, it can be anything organic. Would it help if you had all three of our or four? I guess Chad didn't come with us. That that suddenly makes the most sense. That's why we haven't seen him. But oh, maybe he was still there, like shooting those guys. No, I think I saw him get sucked into the portal. I I can't remember. I got I got squeezed through like a black hole or something. So. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that would it help if maybe you had all all of us, all of our all of our body matter together instead of just one person? What if you had all three of ours? No, it's not. It's not anything. If I need to bind you to there, I need something that is something from the dimension to connect to it. The particles. The particles want to go back. 
Yeah, I mean, that's easy enough. I, I like, grab a finger and pull it off and <laughs> hand it over to him. Yeah, he I guess... A I guess little I bit thought... mortified, but he's starting <laughs> well, to get used to it. Yeah, you know, meat boy, whatever. Uh, and as he, he does, he actually, he takes out like a, a uh, almost it looks like an EpiPen, and he jams it into his arm. Um, and you watch as it actually sucks and pulls out about a vial, a vial of his blood. And he goes, there is, whoever designed this sound might have, was a genius and with some simple modifications, I... I figured out a way that you can use this, you can use this blood, my blood, to come back. As long as you have something from another dimension that you can keep, that you can insert into this, into this machine, I have these vials here, you can travel between them. That's so freaking dope. Can we like set one of these up in your lab in our world and then like in your lab here and then just like I can come over for like a one of grandma's hot cocos or some shit? I, I, if, if, if you can do it, I'd like it. I don't have, I, I wasn't able to figure out it enough to be able to replicate the entire device. If you can find the blueprints for it and set up a way to come back, then we can do it. Okay. I can definitely try to do that. So if why we don't have... you just come with us? It seems like that would be the easiest option. Oh yeah, because your your facility will probably respond to you, and you'll know where everything is because you have the same brain. Uh, same brain, yes. Same knowledge, no. As portrayed by the fact that I can't replicate this this device, it is some um, intricacies that I just haven't figured out quite yet. Um, I could come with you, but there is a catch to using this. At most, you can stay a week in the other dimension. Otherwise, you're you will fall apart. There are very, very minute differences in physics and reality here that your bodies don't adhere to. Is that why we kept seeing like weird shadow people or something? I believe so. I'm. I've. I don't have enough, but my leading theory is I'm calling it dimensional dissidence. Huh. Yeah, it's like our cells are like vibrating apart from one another or something? Something along those lines. It's very... Physics really is... You guys have really taken physics and, and turned it on its head here. Um, things are... All kinds of, of wonky with this, and I don't really know how it works. It takes all the physics that I know and bends them and twists them in ways that I uh, was not expecting. And so I'm very not used to this. But uh, the main thing is, two pieces have to be in the same place at the same place in space. If they're not, you all mm, could be ejected into the fourth dimension as nothing but particles so uh that sounds bad that sounds cool uh is there a way to maybe send like a small part of me through to scout and then pull me back not really it is more of a once it jumps it will be there it's not a... I, I'm not actually opening a... 
portal per se, I'm more opening a doorway. But the doorway can only it can only open and close. It it is not it's it's more of a one-way thing, unless you sent it there with the resonator with my blood and then used it to come back. Then it could work, but we can't just send something to scout through. It is do you think it's possible that I could communicate to myself from both sides? Lucas, this is all in the realms of strange theoretical nonsense that I have very little <laughs> insight into, and so, uh, in all okay, honesty, well, if, I have no fucking if you clue. See any, if you see any thumb or finger-sized spiders in your lab, don't squish them. Just saying. I will... I don't know how much more that's going to be my lab, Lucas. Yeah. What if... I've got an idea. It's not a good one. But it could help you, probably. So, sometimes when I, like, have... I don't know for a better word, but infected people with a little bit of me, I can, like project thoughts or like help them forget things i haven't done it on purpose before but i did it one time to chad when we were in the jail and i was feeling really scared like all of a sudden he just had this blank look and then he didn't remember that i turned into this giant and and so maybe i could do that with the with the coughlins because i'm there with them right now sort of that's Genius. Yeah? What's the worst that can happen? They blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess we didn't tell you that part. The school locked down. I don't think even Danny knows this, but uh I was just trying to like get the lady to give me a class with this cute girl. And um yeah, she just turned into like like a, a a meat a meat firework it was disturbing you killed someone lucas uh, well so i don't i mean i didn't do it on purpose did does that count yeah it still counts as killing someone <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't kill people that's not I, good i know i really wasn't trying to kill anybody it, i didn't know that was going to happen i didn't know that was even a possibility Wait, how many people have have you infected me? Could you have blown me up? Uh, do you really want the answer? Oh no! Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I didn't know. I didn't even know I was infecting people. Like it, you know. I just like rub up against somebody, and then I feel like this little sort of like static shock kind of feeling, and then later on, I can like see through their eyes sometimes. Like Chad, wait. Hold on. Uh, I maybe I could see where Chad is. And that's when we cut back to Dottie. Um, Dottie, you're there, and you see this mat like the entire the window is is almost like the observation deck of like uh, like a dirigible. It's big. It's large. Um, and this massive window encompasses it and it, it's almost like an aquarium wall and all these faces and hands are pressed up against it looking at you 
um, as uh, you just see them like start to like uh, actually like try and headbutt the glass. The Lucas chipmunk is gonna like peek its head out of her pocket and look around to see if I could see the parents. Uh, yeah, the parents. Uh, the parents are behind Dottie. Okay. Um, and you see them retrieving something from under a desk. Oh no, they're not. Uh, okay, so I'm going to use my new Chimera mode. Uh, mood. Chimera. Chimera, whatever. Um, ch ch Chimera. Uh, <laughs> You're going to use your new chimichanga move. My new chimichanga. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's see what happens. Oh, good. I got a 10. That's wonderful. Um, so this is a cool move that Luke or that uh, Isaac wrote, but uh, it it allows me to take like little pieces of the different DNA that's floating around inside of me and like activate it on purpose. So I'm going to activate, uh, I get to pick two. So I'm going to activate tiny, uh, which will give me a plus one to stealth under pressure. And then also I'm going to activate insectoid. So I'm imagining just like six extra little arm or like, like instead of having four limbs, he now has eight uh, and they just get a little bit longer. So he's quicker. And then his overall size gets smaller. So I'm like more stealthy. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It, it actually, it actually, it, it's about ten legs. He looks like a centipede, except this is also a hamster with with six legs. Um, <laughs> it's gonna or be eight awesome. Legs, so our um, chipmunk, and so and then yeah. I want to scurry down her leg real stealthily and real fast, and try and infect both of them. God, that's awful. Okay, uh, yeah, you uh, make me an act under pressure check, and you now have plus two because of your um, because of your yeah. ability. My chimera mode. Here we go. Fingers Chimera. crossed. That's what I said. <laughs> I got an 11. Uh, so you make your way. Ooh, over and since to it's insectoid, maybe I grow like a, like a scorpion stinger tail. So I just kind of like go crawl across both of them like sting, sting. Uh, yeah, you you move over and you kind of come up behind them. And uh, it's actually more like like a leech's mouth. Oh, God. Why do you always got to make it grosser than I already uh, say? Because you chose <laughs> not... to be super, super meat boy, the character. Hey, I wanted to be more like Venom. You keep making me grosser and grosser. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Venom. I want to be Venom, not gross boy. No, you're Cronenberg. Eat your Cronenberg. <laughs> I know. I'm like the Cronenberg man. It's disgusting. Anyway. Um, and you come over into like, and on two of them. And uh, roll me. <laughs> Uh, for the roll me two uh, use magic rolls. Oh, I'm not trying to manipulate them right now. I just infected them. Just in, okay. Then no, you don't have to worry about it. Then um, yeah, it it, it you bite them at the same time, and you actually see them retrieving this um, this once again. It looks like a real like a radar gun that a policeman would use. Ah, them these people and their weapons every all the time. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to hang back. Uh, shoot, I should probably warn Dottie. But I don't want to give away. We're all weird. Yeah, I'll just let Dottie do her do her thing and I guess try and interfere if they go to attack her. All let right, me see, in. You're going to you're going to you're going to do that and actually let Dottie do the thing that she's been trying to do for about for 10 Christ episodes. in heaven. Yeah. Of course. 
She Good. got a, well, a four. Um, I, can I? Man. So how does experience work? Because, like, I need that experience, but I'm also going to use luck. If you use luck, you're not going to get experience. Yeah, fair enough. I don't care. I've used luck. You've lo- All right, you have a 12. Uh, use magic. What would you like to do? Uh, I would like to communicate with this beast from beyond or whatever the fuck the name of the move is. Also, your luck special is when you use luck, you get uh, you get word your mission requires something difficult to be done by you urgently. So, well, I'm a little bit stuck in the mirror dimension where everybody has a goatee. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You look at them and you reach out, and the instant you feel this sort of spell connect, you watch as, as this crown of ironwood forms around this one of their heads and one forms around your head and instantly uh, you feel bad these are not good these are not good at all um, you you remember sitting on that uh, on that chair and feeling all of it these are a blank spot these are a blank burning hole in that existence that you saw well I don't give a damn I'm still gonna get my interview what is your Intention. Burn. Consume. Devour. Return. Return to what? Consume. Burn. Free. How much land do you need to be free? All of it. No. Play nice. We're not in kindergarten anymore, are we? Consume. Burn all of it. Next free return. Um, as this thing starts to like, it slams its head against the, the glass again. I've met one of you that's able to coexist. Surely you can do the same. Why do you not believe this is possible? Nothing else. I may be able to help you. Free. It will take Burn. me a minute. Consume. Let me speak. Consume. Free. To help you, you need to relax. You need to relax. Are you using soothe? Yes. Alright. Uh, Romeo manipulate someone. Actually, I can't do that because they're monsters. Doesn't work Damn. on monsters. Um, Are they uh, though? And when you think about it, when you view it, <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's, there's a, there's not a move here. Listen, exactly. They look at you. He looks at you, you and he do... doesn't. You don't think it understands what you mean? These aren't like Danny. They don't look like Danny. They don't act like Danny. You're hungry. I understand hungry. Sometimes you eat four paninis in one day. I think I can shift you into a dimension that doesn't have people on it, but you need to settle down. Need. Consume, etc. Eat, devour. Yes, yes. Need. Now, the, when she's using this spell, is she saying all this stuff out loud? Like, are her parents hearing all these things? And Lucas? Good lord, no. Nope. Okay. Nope. So it's more like a telepathy type deal? Mm-hmm. We 
Neat. They actually, as you say that, it, it just, like, shakes its head no. Ab like, vehemently no. Excuse Neat. me? Neat. To guess I will give you something to eat. It will just be in a different dimension. You will not notice it. I don't think you understand what dimensions are. Don't worry about it. I'll Need give you something to eat. consume you. Excuse me? Need to consume you. Um, and you watch as they all kind of surge at the same time um, against this wall. And like uh, you watch as they start to glow brighter and brighter. Um, oh, gosh. Okay, I think with that, uh, what do the parents do? They have that gun thing out. Is this all happening like in a split second? Or have we been watching her stand there silently for like a minute? They've been watching her. They have it, but they aren't doing anything. Um, okay. Although you see them start to get very nervous as the the uh, you watches this this whole glass field section of what looks like demonic Danny's. It starts glowing in sync, getting like brighter and brighter. Okay, as that thing starts like pounding against the glass, uh, I think Lucas's thought is like, "Do not let those things out." So I would like to do use magic to try and trap a creature and basically like my little chipmunk form like spreads out and becomes like a web on the glass to like try and reinforce it. All right, roll so, use magic. Sound good? Okay, here yep. we go. Uh -oh. oh, no, that was Blaze's roll. Okay. <laughs> I thought I, oh, that's better. 14. <laughs> I thought I got a four. Uh, cool. So that means it goes off without a hitch. Um, yeah, so like, I'm like, holy shit, Daddy, watch out! And I jump over, like, over her, in front of her, and then just like spread out all of a sudden, just like this meat wall. Yep. Um, and then calcify, like, into the, the bones to try and like hold the glass even stronger. Yep, and if you hadn't calcified, you would know that you would be very much, very much in a lot of pain, as it is hot to the touch. Red oh, hot yeah. to the touch. Dottie, you can't see them anymore. There's this massive hamburger curtain in front of you, but you still hear them inside. Consume you. Me? This well, I'm flattered, but why? Also, how do you react to the fact that Lucas just squirreled in front of you and saved your life? I have other things to focus on. <laughs> you, like, don't even notice this meat curtain? <laughs> I will notice in five minutes. <laughs> I'm doing things. Okay. It's not always about you, Lucas. How do her parents react to all of a sudden the chipmunk that was behind them they didn't know was there, like jumps in front and turns into a meat curtain? Um, her parents, uh, you can't tell because you don't have eyes anymore. Uh, but for the audience, uh, they're suitably horrified. <laughs> <laughs> they are not sure what's going on. They don't know what their daughter's doing, and they're just nervous. Okay, but I do want an answer. Do, do, do you want to eat me? Why? So much fuel. So much perfect fuel to consume. You are this. What if I put you on a different rock to be trapped on? Need. You will not get a choice in the matter. See you around, buddy-os. 
And then I kind of snap out of my psychic reverie. And I just see this um, curtain of meat and bone. It's just like, Lucas, why? Why, Lucas? I'm going to throw up all four of the beans <laughs> I ate yesterday. Just <laughs> why? Why? Uh, it's throbbing with veins. No, <laughs> it's great. made out of bones. Stop making it so gross. <laughs> um, it's it's like chitness, like the bug plating. I just became a bug plated wall with no legs. On one or, side, or it's eyes. a one sided wall. I, I I turn away from that and look at my parents. And as you do, uh, Lucas, you feel the heat start to get even hotter, even hotter, and you actually feel like some of the bones start to burn away um, as you guys uh, feel the entire room shake. Okay, I'm going to reassume that uh, telepathic link for just one word. And in an almost completely different voice that Dottie has never used and almost doesn't really belong to Dottie, belongs to something else. There's just a well that's it for this episode of strangers in the pines don't forget to check us out on social media at the rpg empire have an awesome day and play on